Hello and welcome, everyone. Once again, it's time to talk some sports after we took a week off for a lovely Memorial Day, hot and dry. We're back to talk sports with you with our weekly Walnut Sports Network podcast. Find us on Twitter at WSN Weekly. But first, I'm Jason. That's Polly. How you doing, Polly? Hey, how's it going, guys? And that's Ben. How's it going? How's it going, everybody? And we've got sports for you. We've got some tennis. We've got baseball, basketball, hockey in this early June edition. Where are we starting off, Polly? Is it tennis? Yeah. Talk about that French Open. You had mentioned that you had that's one of the things you were watching for last week. So, uh, What's going on here? Well, I didn't watch as much in the last week. I was kind of busy with emergency car stuff, but I was watching previous to that. We had some some upsets. Uh, Coco Goff, youngest player ever to reach three consecutive quarterfinals in a single Grand Slam tournament. Wow, impressive. 2021-2022 yep. and 2023. Uh, she's at, oh sorry she's the first since Maria Sharapova okay. Uh, oh, okay. did it in Wimbledon. Uh, Coco Goff did it for French Open the last three years. Uh, Maria Sharapova did it in Wimbledon between gotcha. 04 and 06. So there's some of that young tennis talent we've uh, we've been kind of talking about when we do talk tennis. We're always talking about we need the you know how the legends are kind of getting older and retiring we need some younger players and this looks to be one of them Polly, you brought up Djokovic yes Djokovic is uh on a pace to play uh uh Carlos Alvarez the number one seed if they can get uh through their matchups uh, Alvarez plays uh uh Cispedus uh the five seed another young Mm up-and-comer and then Djokovic plays the 11, uh, Karan Kakanov in uh, his quarter. And so they would play each other in the semis. And that's an, uh, like you were just talking about the legend against the up and comer. And I think, I think Djokovic can hang on for a few more years. I don't know if he's going to uh, be a, uh, a finals uh, participant mm-hmm. much more, but uh, Nadal is out for five months after a couple surgeries. And he says he's going to come back for at least the French next year and try to f- play a full season, but he's retiring after next season. Uh, Federer's already retired. And so, yeah, this, uh, the men's and women's side has a lot of, young talent coming up and it's good to see these guys performing because uh the the big three just dominated for so long Mm -hmm. that these guys were just blocked and it's good to see that their talent is finally showing up uh ben what do you think here i mean yeah we've kind of talked about like i know last summer we talked about you know federa and then i think the last two weeks when we were kind of off we were talked about like Nadal, you know, hopefully he can play it and what, and on everything. And I think like, you know, an hour, hours after our podcast, classic, 
he's not yeah, playing at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So everyone just listen to what we say, and a couple hours later, it'll be the opposite. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, yeah, it's good to see that there is young talent coming up, and again, they'll make the sport you know as popular as it still is. You're gonna need that. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of like hopefully these. I mean, like the young guys beating the old guys, like you know, it would be kind of cool just to pass that torch. You know, like, and this is this is gonna be that year. I feel like since. There's one left to kind of, you know, for at least the next five months. So, mm-hmm. um, but we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see, like, who are, who is going to be the next big star, or the next, next big two or big three or whatever, you know? Like, is, we're going to get spoiled like that again, or is this going to be one person dominating? So, it'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, those are the... Uh the two uh quarters and then on the women's side like we said the uh uh coco golf uh going for the semifinal and just uh the it's good to see the the young talent finally showing up at in these uh grand slams and wimbledon's gonna be a lot of fun it's it has been weird without uh Nadal this year at the French, just because he's known so. I mean, so yeah, that's intertwined his, with this is his. This yeah. is his thing. Mm-hmm. They should call it the Nadal Open. You know, like he <laughs> dominated it. So, but yeah, I think uh, so. We'll give you uh, the winners on our uh, podcast next week. But those are some uh, quarterfinal matchups to set up for you and then uh, obviously the fi- uh, finals are on Saturday for the women's and Sunday uh, for the men's and I believe you can watch it on a normal time live unlike the Australian Open so <laughs> yeah it's just like way ahead it's like super late for us yeah right? like it like we'll be getting up in the early early morning just to watch them do like afternoon stuff yeah but the, for the for the for these finals i believe it's about i think nine o'clock in the morning if i remember correctly yeah somewhere right around there so yeah because they'll do it at like dinner time or whatever in france yeah which is like morning for us but so yeah there's your uh, french open uh quarterfinal preview for you guys mm-hmm. uh ben uh you're up. What's uh, what's going on in baseball for the last couple of weeks? We are just past the official uh, A opening of uh, baseball with uh, Memorial Day and B uh, officially past the third, uh, the uh, one third marker. So I know uh, the standings haven't really changed much, but uh, give us some Brewers update for us. Yeah. Yeah, Brewers, um, I mean, in the last 10 games, 5-5, five and five, so right down the middle. Um, we're on a three-game winning streak, so which is kind of good, and we played the Reds again tonight, which uh, they are obviously on a four-game losing streak right now. So um, looking good uh, right now with that. We're getting a lot of people back uh, in the near future, like especially our, <laughs> our starting pitching has <laughs> been kind of out of there. Uh, so Eric Lauer and Wade Miley are starting their rehab assignments. Uh, Willie Adamas was in 
Appleton yesterday, uh, crushing dingers uh, in his rehab assignment. Um, so there we are getting some bats back. Luis Arias is back tonight. So we get our starting third baseman who have only played one game so far this year. So some up and up uh, again, like I've always said, I'm always concerned about let's get the hitting. Um, so that needs to keep getting up. They're getting, it has been better. Um, been scoring more runs lately. I feel like in the last couple games. So hopefully that's, uh, you know, trending in that same direction. Um, the rest of the NL, at least, is pretty much the same. Uh, the Dodgers got pretty beat up this last weekend by the Yankees, mm-hmm. so they're actually <laughs> yeah. in second place yep. against, uh, you know, the Diamondbacks are actually in first right now, which is kind of crazy to see. Um, but everything else is, you know, pretty much the same. Um, the Mar- Marlins creeping up a little bit in the East, but a little bit, yeah, because the, the the Mets got swept by the the Blue Jays this last weekend, so <laughs> they're they're still trying to find their identity. Um, and then again, too, you know, you got your Padres at twenty seven and thirty two that are just still hanging out at the bottom. Uh, St. Louis was making a run there for a while, but now they're three three of the last ten they won, so they're back on the skid. Uh, so, I mean, anything you guys want to add about the NL? Mm-mm. Good answer. No, I <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Ben, I think you said it. Uh, everything we need to say. I mean, not too much movement. Okay. Uh, again, Miami's kind of creeping up there a little bit, uh, playing for that wild card spot because the Mets are, like you said, they need some identity and mm-hmm. uh but yeah a third of the way through season uh al uh, again not much has changed uh the race still crushing it 42 and 19 uh the rangers right behind them at 38 and 20 with a plus 152 run differential eight and two in their last 10 uh they're killing it this season uh astros behind them uh angels still sitting at that 500 mark right around where they always are uh orioles still in second rushing it yeah uh yankees again we're on a hot streak uh there are uh, two games behind the orioles again that division is just remarkable yeah it was funny to see the when the blue jays played the brewers last week if the blue jays were in our division they would have been in first place but in that at that time they were last place in their division <laughs> so just just think of that that's hilarious that's how good the east is and how just mediocre everybody else is pretty much you know like pretty much overall um so yeah that's that's phenomenal and then of course you got the negative 212 run differential oh, of God. the oakland athletics still <laughs> Getting that, uh, getting those properties signed in Vegas, and gets that sounds like it's going to start moving quicker than, than my, you know, it's going to be yeah. getting quickly done because uh, it's done. Like it's just over with. There, twelve and forty nine could be historically the, the worst team of all time by the end of it. So, I, I feel um, like on our podcast two weeks ago, I had told you guys that the Athletics had just made had finally made it to ten wins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they pick up two. Yeah, two and two, weeks. and not just two and two in the last ten games too. So it yeah. might have been yeah. So it's yeah about two weeks roughly. So yeah. So they're having two wins, a win a week basically is what they're averaging. Ooh, yeah. So 
Actually, below it. I think we're in week 13. So right, they got to win one this week to keep that going, or else, <laughs> or else those fans are going to be mad. Yeah. Uh, They're not mad yet, but they will be. No. Well, you got to go to the games and like pay attention to the team to be mad, so. <laughs> which they don't do. So. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I mean, man. that's pretty much the overview. It's not much change. There's a few little movements. And uh, again, the baseball season's so damn long. And and, uh, and next week it could be we could be talking about everything different. So we'll see. Yep. Uh, one one thing I did want to mention, uh, I saw this uh, brought up on PTI today. They were talking. Uh, Tony and uh, Mike were talking about uh, the Aaron Judge running into uh, through the gate and uh, stubbing his toe day to day. I don't even know. Their their argument was. Uh, basically, should he be putting his body on the line? And I think it's a dumb argument because if you don't want him out there, put him on the DH. If you, if, I mean, you want your athletes to be playing hard. Yes, he is your number one AA plus hitter and vital to your offense. But if you're not playing hard, you shouldn't be out there anyway. I'm. Mm. I, I don't know how you guys feel, but well, they're competitors. So if you t- they're gonna if their job is to catch that ball, they're gonna catch that. You know, yeah. whatever their job is, they're gonna do one hundred and ten percent. So if it's running through that wall and getting that ball or whatever it is, they're gonna do it. You know, like if that's part of the game. Um, and it's a stub toe. Like, are you guys shitting me? Like, who gives a crap? Like, yeah. it's it's gonna, it's not gonna be a three month hiatus for Aaron Judge. Yeah, give him a night. Give him a night off. Days. Yeah, yeah, he can sit on a game or two, and then or DH, like you said, DH those games, and all he has to do is kind of run the bases. But again, it, it can't be that deliberating that they're just like you know. To me, that just sounds that just sounds like they're kind of like taking that East Coast New York New York media, you know, like. Kind of thinking that mentality, like, well, we can't have our number one person do that. Like, well, yeah, but at the same time, it's part of the game and yeah. shit happens. So, um, yeah, it's still a basing catch and he did his yes, job. So, I mean, what else do you want? So, yeah, I, 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 I just I agree that it's just it's competitor. It's a, if that's their job, they're going to do it. And you're not going to be able to just stop that unless you don't put them in the field. So, exactly. All right, so that was our uh, baseball debate of the week. Uh, briefly on to uh, hockey now. We have uh, the Vegas Golden Knights taking a 5-2 to two win in game one in, the, in Lord Stanley's championship against the Florida Panthers, this Panthers team that was on, I believe, 10 out of 11 they had won at that point and Vegas uh, kind of poured it on a little bit at the end of the third there, taking a one, one Oh lead. Uh, this is the Stanley cup finals. So whatever happens is going to happen. That's how I feel. I don't think there's much analysts you can give this series. I don't think there's, much analysts you can give in any Stanley Cup series. <laughs> no, you can't because I mean you'll just be dead wrong pretty much all the time. Um, 
this, uh, but like, <laughs> but like with this, like it, it, like it'd be cool if Florida could pull this off because I think they'll have the record for the most like high seeds, highest seeds beaten to win a championship because they beat well, a one, one, two, and a, a four, two, so far. a four, and then another yeah. one because would be pretty fun. I think that's the, one of the. I think it's the highest of all time for. Stanley Cup, which would be kind of interesting. Same with the, well, we'll get to it, the Heat. The same thing, though. If they win it all, it'd be the same thing. That'd be the highest um, for beating a one, a two, a four, and then a one possibly. But yeah, I thought that's kind of interesting. But yeah, Vegas just poured it on. <laughs> so um, at home again tonight, uh, you know, I think they might take that one again, too. What do you, what do you think about all this, Jason? I think... Uh... I think I wish the uh, I was watching the Oilers and the Devils, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I Classic mean, matchup. man, Florida's that scrappy team, though. I I kind of I don't know. Like Vegas is the better team, but we've been saying that such and such is the better team, and it's been a coin. Yeah, flip. that doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I'm going to stick I'm going to go with Florida. Like I think they're just mm-hmm. that that winning team. it all or tonight. Just winning the whole I have them whole I'd thing. have them winning the whole thing. Just it's so like Would you have them winning tonight then too or the, to make it 1-1 one, one, or hmm they'd almost have that'd be a, to. That's a big swing. Yeah. They'd exactly. almost it's have to thing. win tonight and then take that one that split back home to Florida. That would put them in a really, really good position. And they're just like that team of destiny that we talk about in like college basketball. We talk about that a lot. They just have that feel about them. They're not backing down from anybody and they're putting it up, put, you know, they're putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah. With all that talk. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a really good point, Jason. I and it's funny because as we transition into uh, our uh, big show segment, anything else to add before we move I, on? Yeah, I'd actually just add something local. Um, I'm a, I've always been a big Milwaukee Admirals fan. Mm, hockey, mm-hmm. the, the hockey uh, team yep. from Milwaukee and. They're right now in the conference finals to get to the championship. Uh, do or, they have a do or die uh, game tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, so uh, they played their worst game of the playoffs last night um, or la- two days ago, which was uh, and they only lost two to one. So I feel like they can win two more to, to get to the, the championship. So they're against uh, the Coachella Valley. Um, what are they called? I can't remember. Like Firebirds, I think. I don't know. My cousin calls them Sriracha Chickens, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so just a shout out to them. They're uh, they're cruising right along. Hopefully, they can keep it going and uh, bring a championship to to Milwaukee for the Very UHL. Nice. So yeah, Very nice. or AHL. I'm sorry. Do you know if that's available to view on television? Uh, you have to have an AHL.TV subscription. I think it's like seven dollars to stream a game, or it was like thirty dollars to stream the whole playoffs. So, okay. I, but again, I don't know. But it'd be AHL.TV is where all those are streamed. That's okay. where I was. That's where I watched it last time. So, gotcha. 
All right. Uh, yeah, very cool uh, local story for us to uh, follow and keep us updated uh, next week, Ben, obviously. Yeah. And All right. Uh, unless we got anything else, uh, again, we got game two tonight starting uh, opening tip off is about or uh, opening puck drop is in about 50 minutes. So we shall see if uh, Florida can take a uh, a win in Vegas, or if Vegas takes not a not control of this uh, the series, but uh, a nice 2-0 lead, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Jason, get us started on the big show for us. Please. The big show. You must mean the NBA playoffs on Walnut Sports Network. That would be the one. Well, now we can upgrade it to the finals. Yeah, oh, yeah, the NBA yeah. finals. It's yes. been two weeks, so it's some, a lot of things have changed. For lo- <laughs> the battle for Lord NBA's Cup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so before we get into the basketball action on the court, there is was, in the last two weeks, quite some movement among the coaches – uh, yes. Milwaukee going uh, a little uh, outside the box. Uh, Adrian Griffin, he was uh, Nick Nurse's assistant on Toronto for f- the last five years. Uh, Monte Williams getting a huge contract to go coach uh, the Young Pistons team. Well, you need that money to go there. So, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Give me uh, everything. Yeah. Frank, Frank, Frank Vogel going to uh, the Suns to see if what he can do there. Uh, Philadelphia picks up Nick Nurse, goes from Toronto out <sighs> to Philly. And I know I have an opinion on that situation, but we'll see. I think we'll, everybody does. Yeah. Get to that. <laughs> uh, any other uh, big name coaches that I'm forgetting moved in the last two weeks? That I can recall. No, there's still a couple sitting out there, but yeah, those are the ones that got that people got fired and hired so far. Yeah. Yep. Correct. All right. So uh, let's start with Milwaukee quick. And I I like the hire. I didn't like bringing in Nick Nurse, and who was the favorite? I think in uh, people's minds to take over for Milwaukee. I like the, I like the hire. What do you guys think? I thought they should have got Monty Williams personally, but why? I, I don't know. Like, could they not get Nick nurse that they had to get the dude's employee? <laughs> like, I, I don't I, I mean, I, I don't didn't, know. Personally, I didn't want Nick nurse. So, um, and him going to Philadelphia is like the dumbest thing on earth for him, I think, because <laughs> I mean, you're going to get eaten alive mm. no matter what. And going to Milwaukee would have been, yes, it's such easy, more easy. Anywhere of these teams would have been an easier transition than the 76ers. So yeah. he probably, I'm guessing he wants a challenge or something because that is going to be, it's going to be tough. Uh, but yeah, Griffin's a good, I think going to be a good coach. Uh, you know, he started his coaching career on the Bucks. So <laughs> like 17 years ago or something crazy mm. like that. So yeah, he's been a, he's been an assistant for 15 years. So he's got a lot of experience. Um, and I know like Giannis 
I read Giannis is on board with him too. So obviously that probably came into factor on who was uh, going to be hired. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, just you know, say at least we've got to see now who's going to be sticking around uh, on this roster for the uh, for the Bucks that you know Coach Griffin is going to be able to mold. But yeah, I mean, we got, I'm glad we got we got somebody. We're not still out there, you know, playing this coaching carousel game. So. Yeah, let's go back to Philadelphia for a second because I wanted wanted to expand on that. Uh, a Nick Nurse going there is just odd because, like you mentioned, the Philly media is going to be all over him, especially coming from Toronto. Yeah, the nice Canadians, and you're going to have the, <laughs> the asshole Philadelphians. No thanks. But B, I don't know what you guys think, but I think this means that. James Harden is not going to be on that team next year. Yeah, Whether he gets traded to, to back Houston, to Houston. Houston, yeah. We've mm-hmm. talked about that a lot. I do not think he's going to be on that team. I don't think Nick Nurse no. wants to coach James Harden. No. I don't I don't, I don't know who does. <laughs> Except whoever who, – didn't the Rockets just hire somebody to co- a coach? Or, they or just uh, got uh, Ime, Aduk- Ime Adoka. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. So, again, you know, I can see that now even being a, a more, you know – destination that he would like to go play there because of that. And I guarantee, you know, they're getting high draft picks. So I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. Nick nurse is not going to want to coach James Harden. And again, if, even if he does in a week, he could get bored and then get traded anyways, you know, like that's just how, that's how James Harden, you know, runs his NBA life. I don't like it. Trade me. So yeah, I think he's out, of, out in Philadelphia and possibly going back to Texas. Yeah, I think Jason, that makes sense. I I think I think it's gonna happen, but uh, Jason, yep, you and Jalen Brown's gonna go to Houston too, and then it's gonna be a whole. Thing. Oh man! <laughs> well, let's 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 hold off on this uh, Boston conversation because I want to get to that uh, in a minute. But uh, Jason, anything else to add about these coaching hires? Uh, what do you, what do you think about Monte to? I think Monty in in Detroit makes a lot of sense. He's, he's a good coach. You know, he's proven that he's got, he's been to the NBA finals before and he can come in and be like, you know, with that young core that Detroit has come in and be like, look, I've been there before. I know how to get there. Let's do, let's do it, you know, and kind of make that talented team of young guys into a, talented group of men destroying yeah. their enemies on the basketball it's straight, floor. It's a straight rebuild. That's why he got mm-hmm. $78 million. So. Yep. He should be there for a while, you know, a good five years, I would think, if they don't. Yeah. They're stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? Then they're just doing Detroit Pistons things. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's been their norm for the last almost 20 years since they won a championship. Yeah. So. When I think I think to that point, this this shows that they they're trying to stabilize this. They have the young talent. They want to get a uh, organized uh, front office that's cohesive, cohesive and together. And I think I think Monte can do that for this young team. I I like I really like the hire. Obviously, they they're paying the money to get him, but. That was going to be the case regardless. So, 
yeah, whoever was going there was going to get bank. So mm-hmm. it didn't, you know, that was going to be part of the stipulation is you got to pay me this amount for me to walk even in the door. So, yeah. I mean, good luck to him. I mean, that that's putting himself on the line, showing that he can rebuild something and make it great. So mm-hmm. good luck to him. Yep. Uh, any th- any thoughts about uh, Frank Vogel going to the see what he can do with the Suns team? <laughs> I forgot all about him honestly until he said he was the coach of the Suns, and I was like, oh yeah, he won a championship like three years ago at the Lakers. Sure. Completely forgot about. Um, I don't know that team. I don't honestly. I don't care who's coaching that team. If ever, everyone needs to stay healthy and everyone needs to play. At 110%, and you need to get rid of Aiton. There's mm-hmm. 10 other things that need to happen before who's running the showdown there, honestly. But yeah. Frank Vogel, I think, is just going to be a pawn, pawn like he is in Los An- like he was in Los Angeles. He's there taking the orders of Durant and Booker and Paul and everybody else, honestly. You know, like he's not, I don't, I don't really don't, I don't really know what kind of coach he is because to me, when you're coaching the greatest player and AD, how much coaching are you doing? You know, I don't know. So we'll see, but I just don't, I think it's that team overall, the players, all that needs to happen no matter who's running the show down there. So I don't know. It could, it could be good for him, but I, I, I don't know. We got to see if this is, we'll see how good of a coach he actually is now. I think, th- I think that's a really good be- point, Ben, because Again, and the championship he did win was in that weird bubble. Situation. Oh, bubble too. Yeah. yeah, another thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree. I think this is going to prove this is going to show what kind of coach he is. If he can take these egos that we'll just have, yeah, have the actual they, they people, have, and the other, place. the other issue is they have absolutely no bench depth. And they have no way to re- replace that bench depth that they gave away. No, nope, because they don't have money and they don't have draft picks. You know, like that's all gone. The money is all <laughs> wrapped up in the three people, and then the draft picks are all because of basically one person coming there last year. Yep. So yeah, it's a good point. All right. Uh, anything else on the coaching search before we move on to the some actual? Uh, basketball here no let's get into no. it all yeah. right um first first thing i want to do is uh uh give a rest in peace to uh this just crazy disjointed boston celtics team that <laughs> went made it made it to the seventh game after on three nothing congratulations to them but Again, they fell apart in at home in Game Seven. They had no identity whatsoever this season. I, I understand the Imeadoka thing at the beginning of the season was not expected, but this team's got some question marks. I mean, do you keep Brown and Tatum together for six hundred no. million dollars? Because no. that's what it's going to take. Jalen Brown, we've talked about this too. I've mentioned a few quotes in some interviews recently on he, you know, him basically, you know, want to be in Boston long term. I don't know, you know, <laughs> and it's more like, uh, I want to see what they're offering me. I'm not, you know, putting my, I'm not saying anything unless, you know, you show me by a contract how much you want me because 
with him, I just feel like there's been something rubbed the wrong way with him and the Celtics. You know what I mean? Lately, like mm-hmm. it's just there. There's some friction there that is not going to be solved by being there longer. I think you. I think Jalen Brown's going to have to move. I don't see Tatum going anywhere. He is like the face of the Celtics yeah. in my mind. Still, you know, like so he's the core. Um, and then everyone else, you know, like Smart, Horford, all those guys just kind of fall in the place around them. But I think, I think we see Jimmy, um, not Jimmy, we see um, Jalen move on to somewhere else. Um, and again, I don't know exactly where, maybe Houston, <laughs> just like you said. But yeah, that team, uh, that last game was, they shouldn't even played it. It was just embarrassing, you know, like. To get all the way to win three straight games and try and, and plan on making history, that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and again, there's another fan base that you know only wants championships. So, yeah, they're 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 in shambles and will be for for a long for a while here. I think. Yeah. See my. Oh, Jason. no! Go ahead, go ahead, Wally. Okay, I I was just gonna say quick that. I agree that they you can't have those two together next season. But part of me in the back of my mind's like, man, are you really gonna break up two twenty-six, twenty-seven uh just superior uh wings like that? It's tough, but I agree. I think it's gonna I think it has to happen because again you can't pay them 600 million combined for the next five seasons. You just can't do it. Yeah. Well, they, their skill sets are too similar. Like, and I think that's part of the problem with the squad. You know, you look at the depth on that team. It's like, man, these guys, some of these guys start on half the league, but I wonder if, you know, just Tatum and Brown are they They provide the same thing to the team. They're slashers. They're good shooters. I mean, Tatum, I think, I mean, I don't think I'm really, I don't think it's a hot take when I say Jason Tatum is better than Jalen Brown, you know, but no, it's an accurate statement. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but so if you have two guys with redundant skill sets, you get rid of one, right? Like, and honestly, like if they could get what Tatum is really worth, they could try to keep Brown and trade Tatum, but I don't think there's a universe well, where they can actually get what, what Tatum is worth. Yeah. Well, like you kind of like we talked about before, Jason, when Kyrie went to Dallas, that's the two similar players doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Yep. And how did that work out? Not Horribly, great. You know, Nobody like, knew what to do. Sure, you got another shooter, but you got another shooter who passes the ball and wait, he does exactly what seventy-seven does. Why yeah. do we have two seventy-sevens mm-hmm. now? You know, like so yeah, I can I can see that you need that diversity. You need you need a you know someone else, a, a big man or whatever to, to yeah. complement that the game. So yeah. Or you know, somebody who's like a like an elite distributor, you know, something like you know, you know you, you like get a Rajon it. Rondo where you just Assist, assist, assist. That's yeah. all you do. Assist, assist, assist. They need complementary parts, and right now they have like they've got two Chuck- engines. Chuckers. They got two they engines, and it's like cool. Those are both really nice engines, but 
it's not you still need you need a transmission and you need all these other things like and it's funny to say that because i think that team is really well-rounded outside of that and their bench and you know their six seven eight deep roster is really good but they need to like swap out brown for a different high level you know someone of his caliber but somebody different I've got I've got a trade for you guys that I just thought of. Say Mark Cuban calls Danny Ainge or Mark uh Brad Stevens now, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Brad Stevens in that role now. Say Cuban calls uh Boston and says, Will you take Irving back for Brown? <laughs> And whatever other pieces. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't know if that no. would be not. Maybe five wherever, years ago. I think wherever Kyrie was, uh, wherever he has been, he can't go back. Yeah, he's burned the bridge everywhere he's been. Yeah, um, five years ago, Kyrie maybe because he was just that good. But like, no, he wasn't burning bridges. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, and <laughs> he was he thing. was still that good. Like he's yeah. just not that good anymore. He's great, you know, whatever. But he's not the same Kyrie as he was five years ago. You wouldn't be getting your value for Jalen Yeah, Brown. I just I, I, that was just one that popped into my head when you guys were talking about uh, switching out pieces for pieces and mm-hmm. just popped in. And I, I, I agree. I don't think Boston even takes that call because they want nothing to do with Irie, I, uh, Irving. Oh, man, it would the be fan base alone would murder Brad Stevens. Oh, yeah. How dare you bring that traitor back? You know, the yeah. first time he came back to Boston, he flipped us all off. Like, And again, I guarantee Kyrie has in his, a no-trade clause in his contract. <laughs> yeah. that he'll, he will veto that because, he again, he's not going to want to feel the wrath, you know, but that would be, be hilarious if it did go through. <laughs> Oh, all right. So enough on the uh, Celtics. There'll be plenty of time uh, to talk about them. Uh, let's get into this uh, finals. Denver taking game one fairly convincingly. And then game two last night, Miami doing this Miami thing, this ungodly run that they are on. Managed to win game two in Denver. And now this series goes back to Miami for two, looking completely different. I thought this was going to be a gentleman's sweep. I don't know if I can say that anymore. In fact, I know I can't say that anymore. I don't even know if I can take Denver in six anymore. Oh boy. Well, I honestly can't believe, Paul, you took a gentleman sweep in anything basketball-related because <laughs> I feel like it goes seven games now no matter what. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy that, that was, this is the first playoff loss at home for the Denver as well. The whole you know, the whole playoffs. This is their first one at home. So that's just a huge, like, feed, you know, for the Pete as well. Um, again, I've always, I want the Nuggets to win just because they never have, obviously, but – I honestly, I mean, this is going to, I think it's going to go seven. I think we're going to get, you know, basketball in August or whatever. And, um, 
you know, best of 19 or whatever it is now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, like it, but we're going to get, or I think we're going to get the full seven games, honestly, which is fine. I mean, if it's entertaining and it's good basketball, then let's, let's do it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, again, you just don't know. <laughs> you don't know. It's like, it's like NHL hockey. Don't know. I'm gonna, you, well, I'm sticking with my initial gentleman's sweep. We, Paulie and I were talking about this last week. I think Denver comes back, kind of goes down to Miami and just like pedals, puts the pedal down a little bit and like, okay, okay, that was cool, you guys. That was great. You guys won your game. All right. Now let's, now we're playing. Now I'm going to play for real now, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's, that's the way I see this going. I mean, Jokic still got his, like, it would. I don't think that, I mean, Eric Spolster's great, and I think, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but. Well, I, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think that Denver's just going to, like, oh, you're dead now, and just, like, start beating them by 30 points. I, mean, I don't yeah. think it's going to be like that, but I think Denver just is going to, like, they got popped in the mouth, and now they're just going to flex, and we're going to see well, the Denver yeah. we saw, you know, two weeks ago that just. Yeah crush the suns yeah i feel like too uh you know like if mike Malone calls timeout you know with 14 seconds left last night and they call a play and maybe tie the game mm-hmm. it might be too, it might be too all right there yeah you know um which i thought was a really weird thing i was like why are you I, not I call you i didn't understand why you didn't call he had timeout two timeouts either. not one two you know like <laughs> i can see if you you know don't think you have any but you had two timeouts yeah. i thought that was really weird um but yeah i mean but that's how quick. I mean, that's how close this could be to O. So, yeah, and it's not this, like Miami came up and was just like, "Boom!" There's your, there's our twelve point win. What's but, up? You know, nah, they they, scrapped, they but, scrapped their way to a to a tough win in Denver. You know, good on them. But I don't. I think Denver comes back from that. Jason, here's a here's a stat for you. I heard uh, you talking about Jokic getting his. He has scored 40 points this season three times, or postseason. Denver is 0-3 in those games. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, like, uh, the, the perfect Jokic game is a 28-17 rebound, 15 assists, <laughs> getting the ball everywhere kind of game. Yeah. Like Denver four, can't like be, four can't blocks, be a couple steals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he hits forty yeah. points, he might as well just go home yeah. right when he does it, because they're losing that game. And that Den that Denver cannot be beat if that's the game Jokic is going to play. Mm-hmm. If Miami can somehow, for three more games, shut down his passing and his assists, that's when they have a chance. Yeah. If Jokic plays, does the 27, 17, 15, 4, 3 kind of game, Denver's not being beat. Yeah. So that I think that's what it comes down to, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. That's a good breakdown. So, uh, but yeah, that's Miami's gets one in Denver. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I think it's going to be a split in Miami. I don't think Denver is going to take both in Miami. I think they could. 
I could also see Miami taking both. I don't know what's going to happen because I don't know what Heat team is going to show up. The team that went over over 20 or whatever on three from their main three bench guys in game one or 17 for 31. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think this Miami team knows what's going to (laughs) happen. Like, if we show up to the arena and we're just like, let's see what happens. Yep. And that's what they do every game. That's how they win it. That's how they keep winning, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's odd. Yeah. It. So, and again, going back to our uh, hockey conversation, this, these series or these two Miami or South Florida teams are just so similar in the sense that. They're just on this just weird postseason role that you can't really explain. Can you? I mean, no. Nope. It's the magic of Florida. Yep. Apparently, I don't know. it is. We'll come in the water. <laughs> uh, anything else we got to add to our? Uh, uh, finals conversation. I know we got uh very early series and hopefully it won't be over by the time we talk next week. Hopefully there's a game or two left. Yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, that was pretty good analysis right there. And so, yeah, we have uh, coming up this week, we have, uh, again, the French Open finals. We have actually... Uh, do you guys have anything uh, interesting that you guys are watching for before we get into the big ones? Um, I mean, I'll be watching Brewers come home tomorrow, and they play the tail two teams, basically. They play Baltimore for three games, and then they play Oakland for three games. So, yeah. you know, for me, it'd be great to have a go 6-0 and and just start pulling away from this NL Central here. That would so be what a, about, that would what be about nice. you, Jason? Anything? Well, I mean, nothing major. The I guess if you're into esports, uh, the second half of the league championship series has started. So that's some esports stuff to watch for. Yeah. Nice. What about Paulie? What were you saying? Um, I guess I'm going to be watching for the uh, uh, these uh, French Open final or the. Uh, semifinals really especially if they happen and these quarterfinals coming up and then obviously the finals and see if Djokovic can hang on for one more or if this young blood can finally break through and start taking over so uh that's what I'm watching for and then obviously the this Lord Stanley's uh uh championship we got the NBA championship uh, we have the, I know it's a few weeks away and we got to get through the season, but the, uh, NBA silly season is almost upon us a uh, few weeks away yet, but always a good time. And we'll have plenty of an- analysis for you there, but getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but, um, yeah, so we got some stuff to watch. And uh, anything else we got to add tonight, guys? 
No, that sounds pretty nice. good to me, Wally. I think we got it all. I think we covered everything we should. So, yep. yeah, that's all the sports in the world right Perfect. there. And yep, if you think there's more, you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> all the sports. We got to take a week off from the NFL. Hey. Congratulations, us. Two weeks, actually. We weren't on last week. So that's two yeah. weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. we'll, see, we'll see if we can make it three. Yeah. We'll see if any, anything interesting happens. But Probably will. Let's keep the streak going for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to sign off for you All guys right. now. Yeah. Uh, I'm Paul and uh, Jason. Yeah. Uh, I'm here and it's time to say goodnight, I guess, right? Yeah. So let's all say goodnight. Watch your sports this week. Don't forget to check us out at walnutsportsnetwork.com. We've got UFC columns coming up. And follow us at WSN Weekly on Twitter. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Take care, everyone.